powering up in the parlor of prerequisites this week on The Hapless Heroes. I choose not to address that, and I'm searching for the Zhuzh Compendium. Welcome to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. My name is Dave, and I will be your host and dungeon master for this evening. This evening, because I only know one way to start my evenings, and that's with, I don't know, I was going to make something up and I couldn't. So we're just going to, you know, intro our cast, starting on my left with Zach as Parada Lincoln Woods. I'm Parada Lincoln Woods. Hello, everyone. It's been a, it's been a while. Uh... I'm currently uh, chewing Nicorette, uh, but smoking at the same time, so uh, it's going to be a wild ride tonight. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nicotine-infused left, we have Nicole as Boris the Butcher. Oh man, there's so much stuff in this room, and my pockets only have so much space. To her left, we have Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Always at my service. To his left, we have John as Lord Jarrell the Light. Oh, Grail-shaped Grail, what do you do? And to his left, we have not Felix, but Francesco as the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom. I have a plan. Well, we last left off in this parlor of prerequisites, this wish.com room of requirement that we have here that uh, our party has (laughs) entered with various varying degrees of dignity and difficulty. Some walked through as a group and some tumbled through the door uh, afterwards. And even one of them is still for reasons unknown to uh, unknown to nature unconscious. And also more like a wayfair simultaneously. It's a Wayfair.com or <laughs> that would be a fair way to describe it. Wow. Like discount good stuff. Like home goods for the dungeon. Right. Exactly. And I guess we should explain like we're keeping Hoblet like nearby in the event that like James is actually able to, you know, rejoin us for this last thing. You know, the door is open for him. And I know yeah. he's been he had mentioned that, you know, if he was able to. Um, you know, he would join us, but if not, we don't want to disappoint you. We're not trying to keep your hope, get your hopes up everybody. But, you know, just want to make sure that if he's, you know, if that, if we, if that loaded, we, that, that gun is still loaded and, and, yeah. and it, it, it could fire. <laughs> this isn't a book though. It's not, you know, Chekhov's gun is, is not reliable. It's more like Chekhov's Russian roulette here. You know, some of these seeds we've planted will bloom and some of them will lie fallow in the dirt. I am going to steal Chekhov's Russian roulette at some point for something because I just love that. <laughs> James said that he's not going to rejoin us until um, Jeff stops listening. So whoever you are, Jeff. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're, we got our eye on you, Jeff. Wait, what? <laughs> eh, 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 Jeff. Anyways. <laughs> All right. 
So, um, yes, the party, including the recently uh, rejoined to the group, Herodil Lincolnwoods, who has just stumbled through the door with the inert form of Hoblet the Smasher, possibly Hoblet. Fairlo P, I skinned my knee. <laughs> I missed your catchphrases so much. <laughs> Uh, a paradox. It's it, oh, it's so good to see you. Okay. Uh, sorry, you kind of got left behind out there. Yeah. Uh, it really sucked for a while. Um, there was a doctor to do, and um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got I got to lay it on the line. Uh, for a moment enough. there, I was really, I was really, uh. Just prepared to end it all. Uh, and then I took up a smoking habit, and that gave me a uh, will to live. <laughs> oh, no. So ble- I, I mean, I, that's... Uh, we do what we have to to survive, I guess. Uh, Paradil, <laughs> sorry, you were looking outside your window. Was something happened? Yeah, um, I think there's a person who just got a new dirt bike in my neighborhood, and they won't shut up about it with their dirt bike engine. <laughs> and I think I'm going to put down smoking and take up throwing rocks at people from my window. Um, so Zach is a little bit more unhinged tonight than, than normal. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I mean, at Paradell, uh, well... I'm glad that you you made it here. Okay, um, we would definitely take all the help we can get, and we definitely need your fighting prowess to defeat uh, Vecna. I can't believe I just spelled his name out. I just said I wasn't going to do this whole "he who must not be named" bullshit. Vecna. It sounds like the hook from like a '90s R&B tune. <laughs> I need to throw like an 808 behind that, and we I think we got something. That era where they're just spelling everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you have a task now. You have a synth at home, uh, so <laughs> and a microphone. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, but no, uh, we we have, well, I mean, this for what we understand, this room. <laughs> sorry, take that again. I'll take that. Well, I'll hang t- on, I'll take that again. <laughs> I just hang heard on. That. There's, yeah. There might be a dirt bike <laughs> that we have to hear over and over again. <laughs> During during this episode, because <laughs> somebody's really excited about their dirt bike. <laughs> oh man, that's gonna be really funny. It was like the same time. Same time, John had the chainsaws in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, and it's all, it almost has the same intonations. Anyways, uh, uh, no, but I think it's just somebody on a bicycle wielding a chainsaw. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's extremely dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just porous. I don't know. There's a pun here this? about someone gratifying themselves with a two-stroke engine. Uh, I mean, it's wow. almost—it's almost Halloween, so you know. Right. Oh, wow. I—they're I, practicing. I, I just—I love this for us and our audience, who've now inevitably heard all of this that would have been cut otherwise. <laughs> but now it's just too funny to not le- to not leave in. Yeah. Um, but so no, no audience. If you really like us and subscribe to our Patreon, we've got about four more hours of that stuff in various clips in our <laughs> yeah. uh, in our backlog. Just as join a taste. Join a Patreon level that'll uh, buy me a rock throwing device. <laughs> that, a slingshot. <laughs> An arm. Yeah, if you want to be real gauche about putting a name to it. <laughs> 
Um, speaking of slingshots, though, this is a great segue because we might even find some sort of magical slingshot in this room. So, Peridot, it's our understanding that we could find literally anything we're looking for in here. And currently, we are on the search for some others' help books or self-help books or something to that effect right here in this room full of, well, books. That seems very, very convenient to a, a plot that it's going to power us up to fight a big bad at the end of this. That's, I mean, that is kind of the point, and it is very convenient that all of this is happening so easily, as nothing really has ever come this easily to us ever in our entire history of traveling together. Yeah, if I were if I were to put a word on it, I would I would, I would almost call us hapless in in <laughs> general. Um, you know, it's got a good ring to yeah. it. Uh, you know, if, if the whole Heroes of Telduria thing doesn't hold any meaning, we could always just call ourselves the hapless heroes. That'd be kind of fun, right? Wait, is this that awkward scene that happens in some uh, works where they s- suddenly say the name of themselves and then like almost wink at the camera? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you were the contrivance cretins. Wink. <laughs> it really is the hunt for Red October. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, tonight's going to be great. All right. Uh. <laughs> I plan on having lots of fun. <laughs> All right. So um, about these books, uh, now that we've fr- presumably made our way to the others help section of this room that uh, Dr. Heinz so aptly named, do we find these tomes or whatever that he is uh, referencing? Uh, yeah, let's I hope so. see. I mean, you may find these tomes. I can't remember if we found these tomes last episode, so uh, we didn't I'm assume quite. we haven't. Not, not we didn't quite. quite. But I think we, are... we, we were directed to the correct area. Oh, so you have you have right? gone to the others' help section. That is correct. Yeah. Oris via ceiling, so I guess she's at the top of the bookshelf, where everybody else would be at the bottom. All right. So in this uh, sheds and ignoble that we happen to be in, um, uh, maybe that uh, maybe uh, maybe that joke works better in print. But uh, now that uh, we're here, <laughs> we are here. Yes, we are here, which almost seems like a little sub room of the main room, just as things kind of get walled off by these bookshelves that are probably larger than they should be going all the way to a very high vaulted ceiling in many places, you know, kind of the same way that um, that uh, area you were in there before Felix was a little isolated from everybody else. This one is a little bit too. It's a little, it's a little dimmer. Lights a little moodier. Instead of uh, some chairs, there seem to be a few chaise lounges uh, kind of in there with that. Uh, Maybe uh, maybe some people have had some informal counseling sessions in here or something, or maybe people just like to lounge whilst they read. And there are books all over these shelves, but you're trying to find books that give you what you want. Right. So I'm going to sit in one of those chairs and just think about, right, because if I recall correctly, that's what this whole room's gimmick might be. I'm just going to think about that, you know, what I what I want. And I remember that was what we had said before was like to endure. You're sitting there on the chains lounge and you're thinking what you need, something to help you endure. Mm hmm. 
It suddenly occurs to you, there's books everywhere. What would happen if you re reached under the lounge? Under like the lounge I'm sitting on? I don't yeah. know. What ha what does you happen? You reach if under I reach and under your book finds uh, uh, your hand finds a book. Huh. It's almost like you didn't see it there before, but it's there and you grab it. Mm, and when what, you pull it out, what book it am appears I looking to at? be part of a series of health manuals. This one being a manual of bodily health. Which has a unreasonably jacked looking dude on the cover. Some real uh, my my I, I, I know real Mr. Universe looking dude like, you know, with all see, I see banana hammock and all. I'm going to begin reading said book. Ooh, he can Arnold right. my Schwarzenegger. Now, let's see. Now, Quinn, while you happen to be here, you're looking around, too, I assume, mm -hmm. trying to yes, find a book. Course. Something that might find you some panache. Yes. Hmm. So what are you doing to try to find this book? Mm. Is there like a liquor cabinet? <laughs> that's that's where you're going to look for a book. Well, I need a drink first. Who who doesn't like reading a book with a glass of wine? Hmm. There isn't one that's immediately popping into your view, but maybe if you investigate a little bit, we might be able to find something around here. It's kind of a little secluded area, but it's not all just one big area. There's like, you know, a couple of corridors and stuff that go off of here. Investigate. That would be a 27. Hmm. You know, it's almost like you didn't need to look over there before, but now that you have have a need just off to the left, there seems to be almost a little little uh, enclave just sort of set into an area of bookshelves. There seems to be uh, a little passage that uh, leads to almost a little lounge room, not full of Chase lounges, but more of the, you know, um, adult spirited kind of lounges whiskey and scotch, if you will. Well, there is a little wet bar at the end and a couple of a uh, couple of stools there and, uh, you know, a couple of uh, chairs off at the other side. The area itself is maybe only about 10 by 15. Not very big. The sort of place where you would fix yourself a drink as opposed to having someone fix one for you. Sure. Um, but yes, it's there. Well, and of course, I uh, I self-serve. You self-serve. And as you get to the bar, there are uh, three books on the counter. The first one Beautiful. is uh, a tome of, uh, well, it looks to be many different cocktail recipes. Delicious, but I already have a drink. Next. Okay, so you're flipping through that, and uh, we're just going to kind of hold on to that for a moment. We're going to okay. move around. Um, Jarrell, seeking understanding in a library within a library. But how are you doing this? Uh, I guess he'd just kind of be poking around, looking at the shelves. Like actually poking, like walking up to books, maybe giving a little nudge with the finger. Um, yeah, I guess maybe um, not with his sword, because I mean, <laughs> no, no, I'm no, glad, no. no, I'm glad that we <laughs> specified this, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, at least looking, not the sharp end of the sword. Yeah, because <laughs> you, you're just poking around. You're not taking a stab at the problem or anything. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> that one angered the friend. <laughs> no, I'm golf clapping right over now. Um, yeah, because I just want to, I, I want to understand like what the Grail does and what um, me becoming ascended even really means, and like all those things to kind of get a grasp on what I'm capable of. Understanding, definitely a thing that uh, you would be looking for. Now, almost, almost as if by some sort of divine providence, your attention is drawn to a couple of standing suits of armor over by the corner. There okay. are some tables over there with a few books. Maybe that's where you're looking. Yep, I'd walk over there, check out the armor and look at the books. All right. So the first thing you notice is the armor, which is gorgeous. It is somehow, even in this place, completely dust free. Looks like it's been polished recently. On close inspection, uh, the armor appears to be made entirely of silver with delicate gold filigree uh, script going up both arms on the shoulders, elbows, basically anywhere with uh, any kind of flat surface, there is gold inscription all in it. Very Would it tiny. Fit me? I think. Uh, don't you have like some special armor on right now? I just have plus one plate. Oh, okay. Yeah. The plates themselves look to be the right size. None of the leather straps are sized the way they would need to be. They're sized for this uh, kind of static display as opposed to um, an actual knight wearing them. So it's possible, but you'd need help. Yeah. Okay. And where's and your squire? On the, table? <laughs> on the table, there do seem to be a few books, mostly on uh, arming and armoring. But we'll get to those in a moment. Boris, talk to me. What are you doing to find, uh, what is this, health and... What's the other thing you were looking stealth. for? Health, health and stealth. Health and stealth. I just can't read the damn word stealth in my own freaking notes here because I am great. So health and stealth. And health yeah. and stealth and health and stealth. So I'm still on my spider crab, crawling across the ceiling, but and I guess going through the books on the top shelf. Mm. Uh, and Boris is, you know, being Boris stealthy in that there's no reason to actually be stealthy right now. So looking for books by like pulling it out, you know, like using a finger to pull it out on like an angle from the bookshelf to look at the title. And if it's not one that looks like it's the right one, just dropping it so it lands like all the way to the ground from the top shelf. Jarrell, make me a quick dexterity save. <laughs> oh, it's almost in that one. <laughs> um, it is. Wait, that doesn't make sense. It's a twelve. It seems far away from a net one. Uh, well, it's a it's a thirteen, so it was very much almost a net one. But it's a negative. Oh, one. I see. We're talking <laughs> about on the die. All right. Well, whatever. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, 12. Yeah, it's not quite dexterous. With a loud, 
Bong! A book bounces off your head and lands on the floor next to you. There is a resonance through your helmet as it uh, rings with the impact. I look around. Is Boris throwing books at me? <laughs> <laughs> um, it takes you a moment to realize that Boris is about 50 feet directly above you. Yep. What Legs wrapped around with? this crab's back as she is like hanging upside down from a crab that is itself hanging upside down from the ceiling. Yeah. Just, you know, doop, 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 dropping books. Uh, what book did I get hit with? Well, it seems, Jarrell, that the understanding you sought has sought you out. <laughs> and a tome of understanding is now in your hands as you pick it up from the floor. Okay. Does it just, it, does it like immediately have exactly the information I'm looking for or does it have like other random stuff in it too? Oh no. The Tome of Understanding contains understanding. <laughs> in big bold letters. Yeah. Uh, the With way italics <clears throat> and people like moving their hands across the screen. So mechanically, I guess for those curious the way that these like tomes and manuals work is that you we spend essentially 48 hours over the period of the six days or fewer which here time has no fucking meaning uh studying the contents and whatever ability score these tomes are tied to increases by two and that can include a maximum like going above the maximum of 20 um so so yeah. Tactically, as your dungeon master, I might caution you if you are trying to max a stat that is close to maxed to wait until after you have leveled to 20 to utilize the book. Which, I mean, we've as a matter of practical effectively have, you know what I mean? Like we kind of have like both sheets open right now. <laughs> yes, that is correct. But someday there may be also somebody listening who might uh, have a situation like this. Mm -hmm. Use the tome after you've leveled all the way up, folks. Trust me. Anyhow, Paradil Lincoln Woods, the recently returned Paradil. You're looking for. Present. Well, actually, that's a thing. You found your way into this room almost unwittingly. What you had wanted was, I presume, to stop Hoblet from junk ra drunk raging about something. Hell knows. He does that a lot. But. Now that you've found your way to the party, now that you've found your way kind of back to being a hero of Telduria proper, what is it that you desire? I desire hops. <laughs> Wait, what kind of hops? I want to jump higher. Okay. <laughs> not so not the, not the, not the beer brewing kind, the, uh, the jumping kind. No. I want dexterity. And I want to jump very high and uh, really accentuate my backflip abilities. So you too are searching, trying to find maybe a tome that would give you uh, that kind of information that you seek. Ow. Yeah, tome of hops. It feels like a book about hops, <laughs> leaping, getting some 
sick air. Might be further up than uh, your average book. This is just a thought. See, I think that would be counterintuitive because if I needed to learn that, shouldn't it be on a lower <laughs> shelf? <laughs> Maybe, but the owner of this library is fucking weird. So who the hell knows? He's, they just seem like a dick. He's got a point. <laughs> Although they they don't seem to be like charging anything for this knowledge. No, it's Dr. Hines. Like This is his stuff. Oh, right. Well, now I know he's a dick. Actually, I don't know. He's just kind of coarse. Is Heinz a dick? Or is he just... A little... Kind of a wiener. Bit of a dick. (laughs) (laughs) I always thought of myself as more of a Gimmelstum sausage. (laughs) (laughs) All right, there's some sort of disembodied loudspeaker. The overhead PA. Yeah. (laughs) Or to Bauer from Royal Tenenbaums. He's not really an asshole. He's just kind of a son of a bitch. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. All right. So it's a thought that you had, but how would you go about doing this? Searching for a book, maybe out of your own reach. Paradil um, slowly uncoils his whip. Hmm. And uh, the whip is uncoiled. Then he has just second thoughts. He recalls his whip, and uh, he, he does. Is there a ladder around for the? Is this is a pretty well adorned? Yeah, library. there are ladders all over the place. Nobody just thought to look for them. <laughs> okay, I'm thinking to look for the ladder. Yes, there are exactly the sort of ladders you would think to see in high stacks. The kind that have wheels at the bottom <laughs> and are secured on uh, kind of that rail runner at the top of the shelves. It's a tall ladder. Wonderful. It's a very tall ladder. I re-uncoil my whip and I take aim at the ladder and I whip it on over to me. Mm. And, and uh, yeah, climb up. the ladder kind of, uh, you know, it fights a little bit at first, but then, uh, you know, after it's moving, it kind of rolls slowly to where you are. And uh, then, yeah, you're able to climb on up. Now, how much moving on up do you think you should do here? I guess I'm going to the top shelf if I'm to uh all right top shelf take heed of my hints and skies going to the top shelf i see a bottle of gray goose vodka and uh, a book and uh i'm I'm gonna look at the book the book another very uh very you know it's thick leather bound it's a really substantial book. It looks like the kind of uh, volume of Tolkien you might buy at a really nice bookstore or something like that. I don't know who that is as a character, and I certainly don't assume that the world that we live in is a direct ripoff of his works. No, but I also assume my <laughs> listeners know who the hell he is, so he's uh, he's a nice, easy descriptor to use. But anyway, the descriptors I would use here as you pull this book out are um, there's something of um, an acidic almost grapefruit smell on the air as you pull this book out. What? I mean, whoa. And uh, it looks like a little bit of, um, it's a little bit of green dust under as you pull it out. Green but dust. As you pull, yes. As you pull it out, you look at the cover. 
it claims to be the Manual of Gainful Exercise. It also has a somewhat jacked dude on the cover. It looks to be maybe one of a few volumes of a uh, series that uh, somebody else might have another cop- uh, a copy of a different one. Who would know, though? Not you. You're not with them. You're up here smelling the interesting smells of this book. Sure am. Loving it up here. Yeah. As you grab it by the spine, the pages kind of flip a little, you know, kind of flutter a little bit. And it looks like a few pressed plants uh, slip out from between the covers. Oh, pressed plants. Yeah. Look like small, flattened little pine cones. That's cute. Are they little? They are little. They're small and green. They're not quite pine cones. They definitely smell a little grapefruity. Green grapefruit scented little tiny pine cones. Yeah. Otherwise known as hops. <laughs> okay. Clever. Very nice. You found a book of hops. Yeah, you found a book of hops that will give you some hops. Now, Quinn. Taking a few sips at the bar, flipping through the first book. You know, it, it just happens to have a few nice cocktail recipes. The second one, though, it is an interesting little book here. What does the cover look like? The cover, and this is real interesting, and it is going to blow your mind, happens to have a man speaking to a crowd. Now, man looks old. The man, that man speaking to that crowd looks a little too familiar for his own good. Is it me? No, 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 no. Your average uncultured yokel might think it's someone even prettier than you, but you, you know, you know better. You know better than that th- this guy, he's a little too old to be really pretty the way they need to be, no. But it's very interesting that Arion Black himself appears to be on the cover of this tome <laughs> of leadership and influence. Mm-hmm, <laughs> <laughs> Surprising yep, that yet, makes sense. Not. not. Not surprising. Not even. <clears throat> now. Boris. After dropping a few more books, you find one that actually catches your eye. Just enough that you almost drop it, but don't quite. And in your hand, you find a manual of quickness of action. Horus uh, sweeps out the rest of the books that were in the shelf she had been clearing out, then crawls into the shelf and starts reading. Hey, Paradell, can you make me a uh, dexterity saving throw? (laughs) It's not a good roll. (laughs) It's a bad roll. Uh, It's uh, eight. Midway through uh, reading the uh, blurb at the front of your book, it is smacked out of uh, your hand as another one flies through and lands in your hands that you're holding. Mm -hmm. It appears to be the collected works of a mad magazine. (laughs) (laughs) Weird. The other book was way more appealing. Well, I'm, I'm keeping both. 
All right, make sure that you add the collected works of Mad Magazine to your uh, to your inventory. <laughs> <laughs> so it appears that you have found many things that you want. Everyone seems to have found something that gives them a little bit more of what they need, and it appears that uh, Jarrell may have found even just a little more than that in a uh, suit of armor that would fit, but for the help of a squire. Are we on me now? Is that yes? We have come back to you, <laughs> okay. kind of trying to get into this armor a little more. You maybe actually trying to get into this armor. Yeah. Um. Jarrell would think to himself, "Man, I really need Franz right now." Or uh, Hans. Hans. I always mix them up. <laughs> it is Hans. Hans is the squire. Franz is the minstrel. No, I think that's so in character that you fucking mix them up. Yeah. But uh, hoping for Hans, who is already supposed to be in Legradex anyway. Well, make a perception check. Oh, I'm so good. He loves these. Eight. (laughs) You hear a buzzing sound coming from somewhere, but you have no idea what direction or what it is. He's he's like got his so, own armor, like kind of off, not really like just like a couple, like maybe the arm guards or something like that that he can get off easily. And he's trying to take the rest off, and he's looking for where that buzzing is coming from. It's just not coming to you. Okay. Now, who haven't we poked at in a while? Hey, Felix. Hi. You got that book. It looks like an interesting book, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a long read. Yeah. You trying to do that all right here, right now? Um, I'm going to close it and put it in my bag of holding, knowing that, all like, right. okay, this is going to work. Um, but I'm looking for some for some digs, because, like, you know, when I when I think when I think about enduring, I think more I think beyond just my person, like my health, right? Like, you know, Ooh. my ability to take a hit. I think more about you know, uh, us warlocks can cast spells and recover those spell slots quickly, like out of combat. But uh, while we are in a long engagement, we have a hard time enduring as far as being able to cast many spells. So I am looking for some some digs, some sort of maybe some clothing or some sort of artifact or anything that could help me uh do that better. Out of character, and as an aside. Yeah, what are you looking for out of character here? Uh, I had mentioned like either or of the robe of the arch magi or the spell storing ring. Hmm. Well, a place with books isn't going to be the sort of place to find clothes. Exactly. So I'm just going to kind of no. start wandering around. Um, you know, All right. I'll, I'll probably end up walking past Terrell and I see him fumbling with a suit of armor and I'm just going to let him deal with that problem on his own because I'm not a squire. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, look for, for clothes that have some, you know, less of the plating and more of the the look of a distinguished spellcaster. Oh, you're looking to look like a distinguished gentleman. Yeah, I'm done with the studded leather. It's time to embrace the cloth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no more studs here. All right. Every now and again, you find various static displays of adventuring gear, 
various kinds of leather. The occasional robe, but none of them, none of them have that, that something. You'll know it when you see it. You can't quite tell, but none of these look like quite you. Also, many of them are sized for humans, so. Yeah, really, I can't really make myself that large, so I'm just going to keep, yeah. just gonna keep so looking. I guess you're more looking for, like, the bib of the Archmage. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's um, fucked up, man. Yeah, I know. Uh, and garbage human being over here. And, uh, yeah, I, I guess that's what I'm looking for, Dave. Okay. Okay. So, and, and you are looking, and being pulled along by that little that little twinge in your mind. It's here somewhere what you're looking for, just not right here. No. Paradell, we haven't taken a look at what you're doing in a little bit, so you have found you have found a collection hop. of mad magazines. Yes, and also mad hops. So you have these excellent. It is excellent. But is there anything more excellent that uh, the discerning blacksmith might be searching for? Um, oh, sword stuff. Okay, we're going (laughs) to we're going to let you deliberate in your mind about that for a little bit and kind of uh, cycle around. But yeah, just maybe a little thought into um, what other things do you think your level 20 kit might be missing? Whether it's, you know, you know, a little bit of extra zhuzh in the form of scrolls or something like that or equipment. Is there a collected book of zhuzh? (laughs) I don't know, but it sounds like as you pass by uh, Jarrell that you hear the buzzing sound, too. It sounds vaguely changed. I choose not to address that, and I, I'm searching for the Zhuzh Compendium. A plus two dirt bike anywhere nearby? <laughs> no, all the dirt bikes we hear are definitely minuses. I've uh, <laughs> I, I had like a, an interesting like you know look, looking for maybe like even some sort of like enchanted forge, right? For you to like improve or enchant like defunct and denoise, right? Or Gladys, not to mention Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai, <laughs> and also what is it, Gladys Knight? Your uh, your your heavy crossbow. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Gladys Knight and the bolts. Yeah, Gladys Knight is my heavy crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't taken a look at her in a while. <laughs> the midnight train to DPS. All right. <laughs> So um, she was here this past weekend, and I thought of you, Rick. She was. Yeah, she was in Buffalo. Oh my god. Yeah, she sang with the Buffalo Philharmonic. Oh really? Oh, Oh, that's that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I thought of you. Moving on. (laughs) Well, hey, uh, Quinn. Well, we got you here. Yeah. Now that uh, you got uh, you got uh, tasty beverage, and um, should you choose to keep it, a book of tasty beverages and a book of uh, leadership, a tome, in fact, of leadership and influence. Cool. What else? What other uh, desires might you continue to be harboring? So I have a list of things, but so how many things am I actually like allowed to do? <laughs> You're allowed to he's, be attuned to two attunables, I believe. He's got a, sure. say, he's got a fucking shopping list, this guy. 
I do. I literally, I went on Amazon and I, I have a list. You're shopping the Blood, Bath and Beyond catalog? I am. <laughs> Hold on, let me see if I can spell this correctly. Or the Gnome okay. Depot catalog? So, <clears throat> in my travels, I heard of this item, and I think I'm pronouncing it correctly, an iron stone. Oh. Oh, let's see. Right? Exciting. Those are special. <clears throat> so in this, in this, um, in this room of wonderment, uh, I am wondering if I, if I happen upon something as rare and as interesting as the Iun Stone. All right. Hmm. So drinks weren't doing it for you. You're looking to get stoned while you're at it. Exactly. Good man. Now, going to someone who's no man at all, Boris. What is it now that uh, you've got a little bit of, uh, well, maybe not health, since most of your behaviors tend to be decidedly unhealthy, but uh, you found some stealth. <laughs> now, are you still seeking health, or is there something else that uh, that it is that you desire? I'm I'm still seeking health, and Boris has gotten to, like, page five of the book and realized that she's definitely not going to want to read two books because, you know, she's already like, wow, this book is, like, way more than five pages long. Yes. Um, it's it, it, so, almost like the TARDIS. It's got more pages in it than you actually think the binding should be able to hold. So she's going to she pockets the book for a moment and goes looking for something that might help her with health, maybe with less reading effort. Like, I don't know, a piece of jewelry, maybe an amulet of health, for example. Mm. If I was throwing random words together that may or may not actually be <laughs> an item. <laughs> I mean, Quinn just came out and said it. So, like, you know, you don't yeah. really have to disguise it now. The feeling that you most feel right now is just a tad bit parched for some reason. You feel like you might need a tasty beverage of your own. Would you go searching elsewhere or try to find your way to the little bar that uh, Lord and Captain Southwind has found? Like, I'd, I'd, I would have noted Captain Southwind coming out of that room with a beverage. So I, I head to the room where I know the beverage came from if I'm thirsty via ceiling still. Fantastic. Now, um, just as an aside to uh, Lord Southwind, I hate to kind of uh, interrupt what's going on. But Quinn, if you're carrying a drink, what kind of drink are you carrying? Um, so it would have depended on what I found, but the, I think he would lean more toward wine or or rum. You see, here's the thing is it's a room that has many of the things you Whatever desire or require. <laughs> so there um, were a few there were a few aggressive reds. Yeah. A couple of milder whites. Bottle of champagne. And it, several you, you different me, dark liquors. You got me with aggressive. Uh, so let's go with uh, one of those deliciously aggressive reds. All right, something that's so dry it strips the paint off the walls. Oh, my this my lips are puckering. I know this stuff is it's so red it's like almost black. Oh, yes. <laughs> 
All right. So, yes, uh, Boris, that is the kind of drink that uh, you see uh, Quinn walk out of the bar area with in a uh, delicately fluted uh, goblet. Perfect. Boris heads into the stave room and starts making a Shirley Temple. All right. So you dig through the things that you would uh, take to find a Shirley Temple. And the one thing you do find is um, this bar has a lot more grenadine in it than you think it should. I, I put a lot more grenadine than anybody thinks I should in my Shirley Temple. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On first taste... That Shirley Temple makes you feel fucking great. But it doesn't taste like grenadine in it at all. What does it taste like? It takes a second. For you to step away from the already mixed <clears throat> drink and take a little sip of uh, grenadine out of one of the bottles. Ooh, doggy! That feels good. It's almost like you drank a health potion there. Take them all. Take them all. <laughs> yeah, Boris, Boris, I guess, starts pocketing a bunch of grenadine. Yes, Boris now has 12 bottles of grenadine. Which are, in fact, oh, what's a really good health potion? Potion of whatever, greater, greater healing? Yeah, that sounds good. Whatever your top shelf health potion is, those are what they are. Each of them inside of a bottle of grenadine. It's hilarious. That's actually very helpful because we never remember to bring potions with us. They literally have she to. She already be... stole a another. Perfect. Don't even care. Yeah. We will take we have, all we have of them. Plenty now. Yeah, she wanted health and stealth. She got health and stealth, all right? Right. <laughs> Can't argue with that. I want to go back to you, Felix. Okay. Since you're now moving around, kind of doing the shuffle a little bit. Looking for a robe and hoping it's not a bib is what I'm looking for right now. That's my you size. Do. And so you get to an area where there are some robes. For people of small stature, like myself? Well, it actually happens to be the same robe. So they are gorgeous white robes with uh, with all kinds of gold stitching on them. There are five of them. And they are completely identical, except that they're going in descending order of size. Oh, lovely. I'm gonna, like, the smallest one seems to be just right. I was about to say, I was going to say, I was going to look at the smallest ones and like try them both on to see which one is just right. But I'm so that's I have my little Goldilocks moment there. And uh, yeah, I, I I shed my studded leather armor and I put on this sick white robe. Wait, why do you need the robe? Just for, fashion. for spell stuff. OK, for 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 slinging stuff better. And to look sassy. Yeah, yes. that's you. So, um, yeah, pending attunement, you now have a robe of the Archmagi. That would be the last item I can attune to, so I will take it. Now, Jarrell. Um, what would be a good skill for trying to put your own armor on? It sounds like a dexterity check of some sort. Um, you know what? 
Adjusting all those straps means you have to have hands in three or four places at once, sometimes over your shoulder or behind your back. So make me an acrobatics check. Great. <laughs> Two. <laughs> it's um it's not going. Right. Yeah. Do you want to? I haven't maybe, even uh, gotten like, like I can't get the forearm ones on. <laughs> yeah, not even not even the bracers. It's just like even the gauntlet. You're like you're trying to like two fingers are going into the same hole. It's just it's not bueno <laughs> My, at all. Yeah. Not even a little. But uh, that buzzing is still kind of a thing. You can hear it from somewhere. It almost kind of pulses a little bit. Like yeah, I'm still trying to figure out where that's coming from. Yeah, um, a per- you weren't able to perceive it, but maybe if you investigate, you might be able to find something. Hey, 18, the first decent 18. roll of the night. So, um, you know I said there was more than one suit of armor there? Mm-hmm. The buzzing seems to be coming from the other suit of armor. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll just start poking around that one. Well, once you Paradil suddenly realized that that's what he wants. (laughs) So once you poke the armor, it doesn't react like it's on a stand. It actually kind of uh, lumps back into the uh, cabinets a little bit. And the buzzing sounds now more like snoring coming out of it. Oh, is there somebody in there? Jarrell like kind of starts to shake. Oh, oh, Squire Skull. Hans, is that you? Jarrell? Hans, it is you. And Jarrell takes the helmet off. And it's Hans. As you lift the helmet off, there is the briefest flash of almost like a disappointment in his eyes before he once again looks like he is thrilled to see you. And also slightly confused as to how he got here. <laughs> uh, Daryl's not even going to ask him how he got here. Uh, quickly, help me get this nice new armor on. Not hey, how you been? Not hey, you know, <laughs> is everything okay? Just uh, hey, uh, resume your job immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my lord, of course. And even inside, from inside of a set of full plate. He is able to you get all of the buckles and clamps that are on these uh, leather straps kind of adjusted to the right lengths and get them snapped on and some of them snap on with kind of a bang. Um, and you now have a set of, let's see. Does armor go to plus three? Hmm. Sort of yes, I should find out in advance. It does. It can. Yes. Plus three, I think, is the it, highest that like most things tend to go in fifth edition. Yeah. There are some things that break those rules, but yeah, this is no special set of armor aside from being plus three. But this is now a set of plus three full plate. It's OK. As I say, Jarrell has all the other protections he needs from his just his class. <laughs> Do I have to attune to this armor or no? No, no. Standard just plus armor is not an attune item. Cool. You also have regained your squire. Yes. 
And he is armored <laughs> enough to be able to go into uh, more hazardous environments, as he appears to be wearing his armor quite naturally. Oh, nice. Um, we'll figure that out later, I guess. <laughs> it's more that he just gets to follow you around and be g- generally helpful, but and just not be at as much as risk of being completely incinerated, probably. Right. Yeah. Were you about to say Zhuzhu really helpful? No, because I think that would be a good purpose for you. You're you're taking you're taking squire. this beautiful word of Zhuzh and you are you are just you're just smashing it into the ground. Putting some zhuzh no, on you're it. Smashing it into the ground like you're just no. You're I'm putting, wearing I'm it putting out. a zhuzh on a zhuzh, which we all know <laughs> has great. You can't triple stamp it's a double awesome. stamp, and this is like the same thing. So. For a while, I thought that Zach just like pestering the DM, but now no, it's definitely for just friends. It's just me. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. just me. <laughs> I'm just talking about Judge. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Now, just as a quick DM thought, have have we glossed over anything? Has everybody found most of what they need? I think uh, Paradil armor. You're also looking for armor. I would like armor, armor, Paradil says, into the room. (laughs) Well, it's easier to find than Legger. Oh, my. I guess those are just boots. Why are you like this? No. I like that. Because I I literally can't be any other way. Yeah, he's putting some zhuzh Dear on <laughs> the <laughs> word armor. <laughs> <laughs> you need to stop it right now. Oh. I'm not really sure what's happening. <laughs> like, you guys are talking, and then you hit this one word, and it just sounds like static. <laughs> Wait, is this the word? Zhuzh. Yeah, that's the one. I don't know what's happening. It's like you're getting bleeped out by the universe or something. <laughs> I mean, it's just this crappy PA system. Anyway, I want to put some zhuzh on my AC. Hmm. Did I right put- now, I only have half plate armor. I know. Why don't I put armor for disappointingly small people? Hmm. Bro. Excuse me. Bro. <laughs> what now? Yeah, I'm on the other side of a PA. Do something about it. Bro. That's hmm. <laughs> fighting words. Paradol. If he sees something that Dr. Hines likes, he's going to whip it into shape and out of shape. So um, as you walk along, um, the floor here has uh, numerous cracks in it. Yeah. Are you? I don't step on them. Good. Your mother's I back. I don't want is to break my broken. mother's back. All right. And as you get past here, giving the pass the slip, as it were, uh, you do find uh, what appears to be sort of like a miniature armory. Not mm. a small room. Just all the armor seems to be, you know, your sized. Wow. An armory just just for me. This is this is just what I was asking for. Hmm. I know. Should call this the Chamber of Contrivances. Yeah. Oh my God. That 
That armor has a sick scorpion on the back of it. Damn right it does. Like, it's literally vomiting and everything. <laughs> well, no, not really. No, no, it's no, 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 no. Yes. I was going to say, we need, like, an intrepid artist now to illustrate this, like, suit of armor with, like, a vomiting scorpion as sort of its sigil. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it's also wearing a top hat and monocle. Well, I guess it is now. Um... Although it appears that the top hat and monocle have been kind of drawn on after the fact with magic marker. Fine. <laughs> but uh, this armor with six scorpion and all is. Um, well, you see, here's the thing. There's a few different suits of armor here. You got your full plate, your half plate, your scale mail, all of that. What kind of armor is it that you were looking for? and that you can accommodate with your armor skills. I don't know. Wait, what What are armor skills? I didn't know you had armor skills. Well, uh, now it's... you're a fighter. I believe you have all three anyway. Yeah. Now that I think he's, about yeah, it. He's, yeah, he's like proficient. Yeah, he's yeah. proficient with all, proficiencies. all of them. If you're all good right, for yeah. heavy armor and you want to wear full plate, but it can be what it is. Yeah. Right. The only disadvantage to that is that you get to use less or none of your dexterity bonus to add to your AC. It's just the armor. Son of a bitch. So, like, you have to, you know, there's some trade offs. Hmm. It sounds like the Isn't thing. Isn't there magical armor? Mm hmm. It sounds like the sort of thing that you might want to ponder. Maybe try some pieces out from one armor set, try some out from another, maybe do a little bit of out of character math and try to see what gives you the best bonuses. And um, so while Paradil is having a montage of trying on different pieces of armor with six scorpions on the back, we're going to- Only the one has a six scorpion on it. I got Yes, but it's whatever one you wind up with. <laughs> I have to do some out of character math for what the other ones have on the back of it. Okay, well, we, we can get to that. But um, <laughs> I think in the meantime, in the between time, and while uh, Paradil is montaging his way through various suits of armor, if you like us, you can find us on the internet. We're in such places as Twitter, Facebook, and uh, Instagram. Look for Hapless Heroes on any of them, and uh, then take the... Uh, pinned post or uh, whatever indicator we have, they'll give you a link and they'll take you to the crown jewel of our internet presence, our Discord server. That's really the place to get in touch with us and our community of uh, like-minded uh, D&D listeners and other general nerds. Now, if you really like us, though, you could leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. We're on all of them, or at least we're on all the ones that we're on. If you found us, we're on whatever podcast service has it. And if you can leave us a five-star review there, by all means do so. Now, if you for some reason can't, back to that aforementioned Discord server, we have a channel called Five Stars where you could leave your review there. Yeah, we got another Either one. way. Ooh. Probably the weirdest thing that we do on our Discord server is have people leave us five-star reviews that only we can read on our Discord server that affect nothing else. We're just well, shouting see, out people who love us. That's all. Here's the thing. It's for people who can't leave it somewhere else. And it's for the shout out. It's for us to read that and to recognize you 
the reader who wrote it so that we can, uh, you know, put it out there that you're the five star human being that we think you are. Yeah. And this next one comes from Garrett on our Discord server. It says, all the stars listening to this show is like sitting with old friends again, wasting an evening and maybe a morning as well, laughing and playing together. To that, I say thank you. And it's not time wasted if it's spent well with your friends. Thanks, Garrett. Thanks, Garrett. Now, if you really, really like us, you can donate to our Patreon, patreon.com slash hapless heroes. And we have a few different reward tiers. Um, but, uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe when you want to get in on one of those lower ones, it'll get you uh, access. What kind of access you might uh, ask? Well, access to our lounge channel, the patron lounge in our discord, where we do all of our posting with our pinkies in the air, but also in that channel and also on our Patreon, we have things like our bloopers and our outtakes and our kind of offline conversations. They're fun and it's uh, just like a little bit of bonus hanging out with friends, talking uh, talking D&D and the other fun things of the world. It's a cool place. Come join us. Yeah. Is that me? Yeah, that's the field. Am I doing it? Do it. If you like us, and if you like us, right now you like us, Sally Field and the whole deal, become an accountant, become a cowboy accountant, and uh, wear a 10-gallon hat and boots and spurs and chaps and vests, and uh, when you're doing people's taxes, uh, make sure it's rootin' and or tootin', and uh, give a yeehaw and a yippee and a howdy-do and an evening ma'am. And make sure everybody who gets all their uh, ducks put in a row by you and all their uh, accounts in order and uh, all their tax brackets bracketed, uh, make sure they also listen to our podcast. Now, once you've got all of your head of heifer and steer accounted for... We'll outro our cast, starting on my right with the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom, played by Francesco. Uh, this plants are happening. To his right, we have Lord Jarrell the Light, played by John. Until next time. To his right, we have Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, played by Mike. This is a deliciously beautiful red. To his right, we have Boris the Butcher, played by Nicole. It's just a really delicious red, too. And to her right, we have the inimitable Paradell Lincolnwoods, played by Zach. Hang on, I'm doing the, the fold-in in this mad magazine. <laughs> My name is Dave. I've been your host and Dungeon Master for this evening. We will see you next week when we continue this adventure and start kicking it into gear. Bye-bye now. Bye. Shalong. Shalong. Bye. <laughs>